TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's 9.30 in 716. Good morning, WBEN News Time, 5.02. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mezrowski outside, currently cloudy, 62 degrees in Buffalo. Later this morning in the Bronx, Governor Kathy Hochul will sign gun reforms approved last week by the New York State Legislature. The measures include raising the age to purchase a semi-automatic rifle from 18 to 21, expanding the state's red flag laws, and banning the purchase of body armor for civilians. Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown is heading to New York this morning for that bill signing. That's what's happening here. Meanwhile, in Washington, lawmakers say bipartisan negotiations will take place on gun control measures. Democratic Senator Chris Murphy telling CNN he's never been involved in negotiations as serious as these. We're not going to do everything I want. We are not going to put a piece of legislation on the table that's going to ban assault weapons. But right now, people in this country want us to make progress. Some of the leading legislative proposals on the table, incentives for states to put in place red flag laws, ways to strengthen background checks and funding for mental health and possibly school security. Monaco Sarabdi, ABC News, New York. Families of Buffalo and Uvalde mass shootings will testify this week before Congress. Garnell Whitfield Jr., the son of Ruth Whitfield, who was one of 10 people killed in the top shooting, will testify before the Senate Judiciary Committee tomorrow at 10 a.m. On Wednesday, Zanetta Everhart, the mother of Zaire Goodman, who survived the Buffalo shooting, and Buffalo Police Commissioner Joe Gramalia, will testify before the House of Representatives Committee on Oversight and Reform Wednesday. Congressman Brian Higgins said Congress needs to listen to communities that know the pain that comes with these tragedies and act swiftly to stop the endless parade of mass shootings. We'll hear more from Higgins coming up at the bottom of the hour. The Tops shooter currently faces 25 charges and could see life in prison without the possibility of parole if convicted. But could federal charges that bring with it the possibility of the death penalty come as well? Attorney John Elmore says he has not had a chance to speak with the families of the top shooting victims he represents about the possibility of a death penalty case against the suspected shooter. But does he believe it could happen? I do believe that the death penalty is a real possibility. Uh, the death penalty was used uh, in in Boston for the uh, Boston Marathon uh, bomber who killed three people. Uh, it was used uh, in South Carolina uh, uh, against Dylan Roof. Both cases, the death sentences were upheld in uh, in appeal. Elmore says it's not up to him to decide whether he thinks this should be a death penalty case. It is a a legal decision. It's a moral decision, and each case should be looked at on an individual basis. Uh, but again, the worst of the worst, 
that commit the worst of the worst crimes, are the death penalty should be reserved uh, for those type of cases. Hear the full conversation online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. Thank you, Tom. Philadelphia police looking for suspects in a mass shooting in a popular entertainment area late Saturday night. Police say three people died. Eleven more were wounded by gunfire after a fight between two people turned into a shootout involving several gunmen with hundreds of nighttime revelers running for their lives amid the chaos. There was also uh, police officers who were patrolling the area and police say that one of those officers witnessed a man firing into a crowd and then that officer fired back. And so authorities are saying that they recovered at least two guns from the scene, one with an extended magazine, and ballistics evidence revealing at least five different weapons were involved. That's Janae Norman reporting from Philadelphia. All right, now much more on that you can see over at WBEN.com. 5.06 now on WBEN, several thousands of people expected at the ceremony commemorating the 78th D-Day anniversary at the American Cemetery overlooking Omaha Beach, the Allied Forces landing site in 1944 in France. People living in the first village liberated by American and Allied soldiers cheered D-Day veterans wheeled in a parade Sunday, including 97-year-old U.S. veteran Raymond Wallace, then of the 82nd Airborne, who parachuted down that day. It looked like Fourth of July when we were going in there because all the searchlights and the anti-aircraft Going also revisiting the site. The first thing we remember are the poor lads that didn't come back. 97-year-old British veteran Peter Smoothie. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. Unbelievable. And to see some of the people who were there that day uh, still able to make it back. Right. Um, Very moving. Incredible. Uh, but the most important day in modern history, um, if you ask a, a lot of people. Right. And uh, now, all these years later, still making uh, a mark and making sure to commemorate that 78 years since D-Day. And now back looking around the nation, gas prices continue to break records. Unprecedented pain at the pump. $9. Over $9 a gallon? Over $9. In Mendocino, California, gas among the most expensive in the country, soaring to nearly $10 a gallon. This is just the only gas station in, in town. Maybe I should go somewhere else. Los Angeles County, the most populous in the country, now averaging more than $6.30 a gallon. Some stations hovering around 8 Around $8 a gallon, believe it or not. For gas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, you know, California. Here in the Buffalo area, according to the AAA this morning, 472 is the average price. That's down 11 cents from a week ago, but it's actually up from Friday. Friday it was 466. Which is uh, tough to see. Bizarre. Have you noticed, I mean, gas is very interesting. I think around Western New York over the last week yes, or so. With the holiday? Ever since that gas tax holiday. I mean, generally speaking, you know, prices have been high, but they've been high across the board. There's not that many places you can go and get a good deal unless, you know, the certain clubs and things right. like that. But from gas station to gas station, it was pretty steady. Now, I, don't, I see pretty wild swings from it gas is. station to gas station. Anywhere from uh, I saw I was I drove past two in a row where one was like four seventy five and there was another one was four fifty. I mean that's a huge difference. And they're really close to each other, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
It is. That's wild. I've never really. Uh, I can't remember a time where shopping around could. It really I mean, pays Really off. save you money, and uh, still that way a little bit. Was definitely noticing it at the end of last week, and uh, a little bit Saturday. Wonder what the scene is out there right now, but shop around uh, and check it those pays. apps. We'll be talking with Denton Sincagrana on that. You know why there's such a disparity? Why some gas stations may be more than others? Um, you know, fuel right. shipments. What does it depend on? Your exclusive WBEN seven weather forecast calls for partly to mostly cloudy skies. Temperatures in the low 80s this afternoon. Slight chance for a late day shower tonight. Showers and thunder showers are likely breezy and mild. Overnight lows in the mid 60s. We head into tomorrow with rain likely, especially through early afternoon. Temperatures on Tuesday in the upper 60s, close to 70. Mostly sunny near 70 on Wednesday. With your exclusive WBEN seven weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Araman. Denton Sincrograna is joining us this morning, Chief Oil Analyst for the Oil Price Information Service. And we're kind of in a unique position, Denton, this morning here in New York State as prices seem to be rising across the nation. We're watching prices drop here, and that's mainly because of gas tax holidays that kicked in last week. We're down 11 cents from a week ago today. Are these gas tax holidays making a difference? Well, as you can see, the price did drop in, in, in New York State and in, in Buffalo. So, yeah, they make a, make a difference. Not a huge difference, obviously, but a, a difference nonetheless. My, my worry with the gas tax holidays is that it kind of artificially increases demand when we're at a point where we probably want to see demand drop a little bit to allow supply the opportunity to catch up. On, you know, the impact that this has on the price right now, we have seen prices drop a little bit in the last week since the uh, gas tax holidays were put in place. But it's uh, really interesting, Denton, you drive around some of the areas here, you can go past uh, one gas station that's at like 474, another one will be at 450, uh, somewhere in between, maybe higher, maybe lower. It's uh, you know, a price difference that you don't typically see. Maybe it's a few cents here and there, but I mean, we're seeing wild swings, you know, nickels, dimes, or more from gas station to gas station. Why would that be? Yeah, so there's there's a lot that obviously goes into the price of, of retail gasoline. You know, when you, when you consider uh, one station versus another, real estate, labor, things like that, you know, play a factor in, in how the station might have to price. But, you know, what we're seeing right now is some real differences between what we refer to as branded and unbranded. So your branded station would be uh, Shell, BP, your, your major, major oil brand. Uh, meanwhile, your unbranded would be like, you know, Brian and Susan's gasoline station, right? So we're seeing some pretty wide differences between those prices, the branded and unbranded prices right now. So I think that may be playing a role here as well. Uh, unbranded gasoline right now. And, you know, one of the reasons why you would, uh, as a gasoline distributor, you know, sign a branded contract is that kind of guarantee of supply. And because things are, are really tight right now, the unbranded are, are getting cut off a little bit. They can't, they can't secure supply like they once were able to under, under times of, you know, normal circumstances. Well, the demand then has to be up for the unbranded stations, right? Well, 
you know, it, it's hard to say demand being up for unbranded versus branded. But again, I think unbranded are usually they'll probably usually be the low price leaders. So they will bring the street price down. That's just not happening right now because unbranded prices are, are, are so much higher. But typically your unbranded stations would have the, the higher piece of the demand pie. How does this go forward? So you mentioned this um, idea that it will artificially stimulate demand. And you can kind of see that, right? You feel maybe a little bit more comfortable going and filling up your gas tank when the price just dropped 15 cents or so in the area, which we've seen in the last week. Um, But does that continue enough to really make a dent in prices, especially considering that, you know, we are talking about one state and within the state, one county and you know really from county to county it varies how much you're going to save yeah absolutely and and that's the thing you know i think you're you're seeing it a little bit in the grand scheme of things i don't think it makes a huge difference demand wise and again you, you hate to be you know kind of focused on well, focusing on my little world here uh here in new jersey you know near the beach last week uh, and granted it was a it was a holiday weekend it would have taken me an hour and a half to get to the beach to go those four miles that I live from the beach. This weekend, it took maybe five minutes. So I'm just wondering if that was a, the holiday weekend function, or is this? Are we starting to see demand, you know, kind of kind of take a little bit of a hit here because of these high prices? But again, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think this will cause a, a massive spike in demand in New York just because prices are, are down ten cents. And, and Brian, you referred to it. You know, maybe you're a little bit more comfortable uh, going forward, but. You know, suffice it to say, these prices are still pretty darn high. Oh, for sure. Um, is there any sign of less demand, Denton, with more and more electric vehicles being produced and sold? You know, not really. I, I speak at a lot of conferences, and I tell you know retailers and people who distribute gasoline. I was like, the biggest, the biggest issue for you guys over the next ten years and, and your loss of demand is going to be coming from fuel efficiency more so than electric cars. Electric cars are still expensive. Uh, compared to internal combustion engines. Also, we're running into some issues with some of the components that go into making the electric cars, whether it's lithium or nickel or some of these other components that go into to producing the, the batteries. So I do think electric vehicles will at some point uh, have a much larger impact on, on gasoline demand, but I do think that might be a, a couple of decades away. Right, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, and you do see a lot of that. I was actually just reading about somebody who tried to take a road trip in in electric car and they save money but uh, the time uh, finding the charging stations and then the time to charge it up uh, they said they wouldn't do it again even with like a hundred dollars in fuel costs saved along the waves in the wall street journal over the weekend denton where do we go from here uh, that's the big question everybody wants to know um are prices going to continue to go up i mean we've heard about six dollars at some point in the summer in our area we're hearing about eight dollars right now out on the west coast where do the prices go yeah so i mean it's hard to not see five dollars as a national average you know as soon as this week or i mean we're just you know at 487 or just shy of 487 right now 10 states are over five dollars another four uh here in the northeast are probably going to join that club it's not a great club to be in obviously but I do think, you know, prices are going to continue to move higher. And I think you might have mentioned this in, in one of our previous interviews that what we're starting to hear and, and see uh, is that as premium prices got over $5, and they're, you know, five fifty, five sixty right now uh, nationally, we started to see people who, who 
almost exclusively use premium, kind of downgrade to regular. So I'm wondering if that was kind of the first signal of demand destruction or the first like price signal where you get to a little bit of demand destruction. So we're going to have to wait and see if $5 is that, that kind of true pain point. Now, granted, some people, you know, you have to drive to get to work. So it, it's going to be, you know, but maybe you say, hey, is there an opportunity to work from home here uh, a, a little bit more often than I have in the past? But again, I think $5, we might start to see a little bit of demand destruction. And if my, you know, small anecdote from this weekend here at the Jersey Shore is, is any indication, we might start to be start to see some some demand destruction out there. Denton, thanks for the time this morning. Always a pleasure, guys. Have a great day. That's Denton Sincrograna, Chief Oil Analyst for Opus. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.